So the other day, I was watching this video by this dude named Q Butter. Q Butter is this uh, pro-black dude out of New York City with gold teeth in his mouth who has his own private school. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what he teaches. Um, it's called Zai something. It's kind of hard to pronounce. But uh, anyways, I used to roast Q Butter up in the comments when he used to be on O'Shea's paddles. <laughs> Always talking about how this dude looked like he's still rocking Averex jackets with Timberlands. But anyways, I was watching his video or maybe I was watching somebody else's video and they were showing a clip of it. I, anyways, I can't remember which one. But anyways, there was this part of the video where he had um, what's that girl's name? I was actually on her podcast once. Yvette Irene, Irene Yvette, whatever her name is. Y'all know, y'all know old girl, the brown skinned chick with them big old, them big old, them big old tickle bitties. <laughs> she kind of cute too. But anyways, she was a guest on this panel. And then there was this dude named George Macon on this panel. Um, I've heard of George Macon. I've heard his name mentioned here and there. I'm not familiar with the dude's content. But uh, anyways, so they were talking about well george macon he had made this comment talking about something to the effect how young black people do not view racism the same as older black people and I'm, when i say older i'm assuming he's talking about people that are like 40 plus years old like i say i don't know how old this dude george is he could be in his 30s for all i know but but I'm assuming when he says older people, maybe the 35 plus crowd and then young people, maybe these are like the teenagers going into their 20s crowd. And so from what I recall hearing him say, he was saying that young black folks do not experience racism or see racism in the same manner as the so-called older people. And the way he was saying it and framing his thoughts around it it was almost as if he was questioning their blackness, meaning if they don't view racism, oppression and the white man in the system in the same manner as these older people, then are they really black? Meaning at the end of the day, I'm assuming this is what he was trying to get at or this is what I was able to decipher. It seems like he's just one of these dudes that believes that your blackness is directly linked to your belief in being oppressed or being a non-stop victim like so many other pro-blacks do like I said I don't know much about this dude I've seen his name around the way but that's what I was able to digest because oh girl Yvette Irene Irene Yvette Old girl with the big old tickle bitties. I know she was saying something to the effect that how she grew up. I think she grew up around mostly white folks or something. Now she's a now she's like a, a pro black conservative all of a sudden. But whatever, that's another video for another day. But she was saying something to the effect that how she grew up, she didn't really deal with these issues of racism and all this other stuff. At least that's what I was able to interpret. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which I do kind of find funny how you have people like that that grow up in these areas of uh, being surrounded by predominantly white folks. And I can name a couple YouTubers that, that have admitted to this. Sarge Willie P is one. 
And then uh, the village arsonist is another one where they grew up around mostly white folks. And all of a sudden they come to YouTube and they become the most pro-bliggity black Negroes to ever walk the face of the planet. I always find that aspect rather funny, but whatever. But she sounds like, based off of what she said, she sounds like she was one of the people that grew up mostly around white folks. And then, I don't know, something happened. She got a data plan, a YouTube account, and all of a sudden she was just stuck getting smacked all over the place with racism and oppression. I think that's how it normally works with a lot of these YouTube uh, these YouTube hotel and pro-black warriors, right? They get cell phones, internet access, YouTube accounts, and next thing you know, they start getting dashiki sent to them in the mail and pro-black Afro uh, pics. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the the Afro pics with the fist on it. Yeah, you know I mean. But anyways, so I guess she was trying to say she was telling George is that. Just because she didn't grow up seeing certain things a certain way, that that shouldn't erase her so-called blackness of being uh, of being a black American. Because George was on some crap, from what I remember, he was saying something like most black people live in the South, and all black people, we've all experienced some type of racism from the man, and, and something like this, and something like that. And I'm just like, eh, I don't think that's necessarily true. You know what I'm saying like like I'll just use me for an example the great biracial wonder <laughs> you know what I'm saying I can't recall too many instances at all of dealing with some flat out racism I think I've been called the n-word once or twice and these happened when I was a kid and they were it was like another older white kid who said it to me so I don't even think that counts I think it happened when I was like 10 years old and a 12 year old called me the n-word I don't think that really counts, but you know, as far as me being a, a legal grown adult who's been out there making my own decisions in life for the most part since I was 18, I ain't never dealt with no issues of racism, oppression, or anything that was readily identifiable that I could be like, oh Lord, days was racist to me. You know what I'm saying? I can't recall one instance of that crap. Now, obviously that's not to say that there aren't racist people out there. I just don't be dealing with them because I don't be seeing them or they look at me as the safe Negro and, you know, they turn into them good white people, I guess. I don't freaking know. But regardless of all that, it was just interesting to hear George kind of frame this as if in order for you to be black in America, you have to acknowledge being a victim of racism and white supremacy or else you ain't black. <laughs> and then I found it a little funny when he was referencing the young people, now he was talking about how the young people, they, a lot of them don't, according to him, they don't see racism or experience racism in the way that he may have experienced it or he believes himself to experience it because y'all know my philosophy. When it comes to all these dudes that be like under 40, these men and women under 40, I believe damn near every last one of them is lying. I, that's what I honestly believe. I believe most of them are lying their asses off about racism. Especially when they get to talking this, woe is me, eyes can't do nothing. I don't want to hear that crap. I don't want to hear it from most of them. But anyways, that's another video for another day. But getting back to, I guess, George Macon, how he believes uh, young people don't see or experience racism as 
he would like them to see and experience it so that he can give them their uh, coveted black card so that they can declare to the world that they are black Americans. I was thinking, isn't the whole point, not necessarily the whole point, but isn't the, uh, I'm, let me, how am I trying to say this? Take a young person that's in their teenage years or their 20s and they're just getting their life started where they're out there making their own decisions, kind of, you know, basically kind of stepping out on their own without the guidance of mommy and daddy holding their hands every step of the way, right? What is, isn't, isn't that the goal for the next generation to not grow up dealing with the same level of so-called racism and oppression that the previous generation dealt with? Like, isn't the goal to raise the next generation of kids to make to, to, to ensure that life is better than your generation or generations before you? You know, it's like with my two young boys, my 15-year-old and my 7-year-old. When me and my wife decided to have kids, you know, it was already in the back of our minds or in the front, whatever, that our kids are going to have a better start at life than we did. Now, I'm not saying that I grew up in complete struggle. I, I, didn't, I didn't grow up poor as hell or anything like that, but I didn't grow up. I grew up far from rich, but my kids, they are currently starting off life way better than how me and my brothers started life out because, you know, at this age or whatever, compared to how old my parents are, compared to my parents age I believe I make way more money at this age than what my parents were making when they were when they were the same age or whatever the case may be but anyways the whole point is I'm trying to me and my wife are trying to give our kids a better shot at life with more opportunities more resources so that hopefully when they decide to leave the house they can go out there and be the best men possible the best productive men possible because they have everything they need we've done me and my wife have done everything we can to give them all the resources that they need so hopefully they can go out there and make the best decisions to just rock out like some superstars right so as this directly relates to what old buddy was saying about the young black kids not seeing racism or experiencing racism as the older generations isn't that the point? I mean, what's the point in having kids just so that they can experience the same world that you believe you experience, especially as it relates to racism? Like, what was the point? What's the point in making all these damn videos? What's the point in giving all, making all these documentaries, all these lectures, all these history classes, all this, that, and the third, if the, if the end result is for your children to experience life in the exact same manner that you believe you experienced it when it comes to dealing with uh, so-called racism and white supremacy. Don't you want your kids, don't you want the young generation to go out there and experience a world where they're not being judged by their skin color, that they're actually being judged by the content of their character? You know, kind of like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was uh, if, uh, uh, once upon a time said, isn't that the goal here or is the goal for pro-black is to continue the never-ending woe is me cycle of victimology 
Like, I don't understand what the goal is. What is the purpose? If a young person comes up to a pro black and is like, hey, yeah, I hear you, but yeah, that stuff ain't really happening to me. You know, I'm out here chilling. I'm out here making it do what it do. And they ain't got nobody really like getting on them. Like, are you just gonna take their black card away and call them coons because they don't see life in the exact same manner that you see it? They're not dealing with, they don't, they don't uh, deal with all the woe is me and, uh, and all the other pro-black babble in the exact manner that you see it. Like, I just found that a little weird when I heard this conversation. And I gotta, re I, I have to go find out whose video I was watching, because I believe I was watching somebody else's video and they were playing a clip of that. And I was just like, I was like, really? Is, is this what y'all are really doing? Y'all are really out here trying to uh, make determinations on who's black and who's not black based off of whether or not you believe they're, they're experiencing racism and some type of oppression or whatever the case may be. Like, I just found that so odd, man, that these, these Negroes want everybody to uh, experience life the way that they think it's supposed to be experienced. Like, you're supposed to walk around 24-7 with this uh, blanket of oppression just draped over you. Were you just angry at the world? Are you just this? Are you just that? To where the white man is on your mind 24-7. And I'm like, my nigga, it's not like that for a lot of people. A lot of people don't be giving a fuck what white people be talking about like me. A lot of people out there, we look at the world like, especially in the, in the age of technology and information all over the place, people like me look at the world like, I don't give a shit how many racist white people out there. Can they stop me from being me? Can they stop me from doing me to the best of my abilities? Can they outcompete me? Because there's a gang of white folks I can outcompete and have outcompeted for years now. So I don't be seeing what these clowns be talking about. You understand? That, I guess that's why I'm a coon. <laughs> I'm a coon because coons... We just we just don't buy into this woe is me crap, especially in this day and age. Now, if you rewound the clock back to the 50s, where well, my grandparents were like, you know, in their early 20s or however old they were back in the day, I could probably I I probably see the world different because they grew up in the era where white folks were doing everything to openly and actively uh, prevent them from succeeding in the world. But I didn't grow up in that world, right? My kids ain't growing up in that world. You know what I'm saying? So how would I look if I if I went to my kids and be like, oh, man, you ain't really black. You ain't really this because you ain't dealing with the struggles of the man. It's like I don't want my kids dealing with the struggle of the man. <laughs> I want my kids to learn everything they can learn and use it to their advantage whether it's a natural born talent that they can use to their advantage or some type of skill set that they have learned and mastered over the years that they can apply to their advantage and in this day and age ain't nobody stopping people especially when it comes to uh learning something ain't nobody stopping none of you negroes especially to the point where you feel like 
other black folks ain't really black if they ain't out here believing in this woe is me boogeyman bullshit a lot of y'all be peddling for youtube coins because at the end of the day a lot of these pro-blacks they just use this crap as an excuse to try to cover up their own deficiencies in life to where they're lacking and slacking at because they don't want to get out there and try to learn to be better it's like um i give you i give you something else i was uh listening to ramil's live stream earlier today and i want to say probably about 30 minutes before the end of the live stream somehow the conversation shifted to uh do people really need to go to college to um to learn to to, to get a good life and i mentioned that because the other day this dude came to my house right it's this dude that i used to play with as a kid when we were like six seven eight nine ten years old whatever when i used to live out in the hood back in the day i ain't seen this cat in almost 30 years we got the same birthday his uh he was just born a year before me but we used to play as little jits back in the day and the only reason we, we are reconnected is because he ran into my uncle and my uncle was like hey you know my nephew is back down he lives back down here and he was like word i ain't seen him since we was kids so anyways old buddy come to my house we reconnect chopping it up talking about what we've been doing for the past 30 years like we literally haven't seen each other in like 30 years right and we just reconnecting talking about you know what we used to do as kids blah 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 and he was like um you know i want to go i, I should have never he wants to go back to college to finish his degree and do this do that yada 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 and i was just looking at buddy i'm just like eh, is college really something that you need because you know based off of what he tells me he does i'm like i don't think you need college like he own he has his own business doing like like um uh what do you call it contract work where he goes around fixing up commercial properties and and, and per basically just just uh you know what do you call that when people be over there redoing your floors home remodeling commercial business remodeling i'm just like i'm thinking do you really need a college degree for that <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you you own your own business you know what i'm saying like i don't think you uh really need to be going back to school potentially putting yourself in who knows how much debt for something that you know i, I just don't think it's i don't think it's needed for you but you know i think he's been conditioned to you know well we we come from he and i come from that generation where we were conditioned to believe that college was the end all be all you know what i'm saying hence the reason why i went to college or whatever the case may be but in this day and age you don't need college and so getting back to the topic of ramil so somehow that topic came up and so when I heard it, I went ahead and spammed my uh, Tech G channel in the comments. And Ramil highlighted it. Shout out to him for that. Like, yeah, you don't need college. Skip college. Go learn IT. You can get it cracking out in these streets and be on your way to making six figures in, in, in less than five years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Compared to the average college student who's going to spend four to five years in college and come out with like fifty dollars to $100,000 in debt. You can come out in the next four to five years making a hundred thousand dollars with zero college debt. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, somebody has said something in the chat about um, after after uh, I made my comment about going to my tech channel. Somebody said something in the chat about how tech it looks like it's just some some lame, boring work. 
And then the conversation shifted to, uh, yeah, it does look lame. Um, you know, y'all got to make tech look cool. You got to make tech look cool if you want to get if you want to get black folks involved. I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself is here we go again with this this whole topic of swag, right? That you know, go listen to my last video. I'm over here trying to educate Negroes. Well, I wasn't actively doing it, but I do this on a regular basis in, in other facets. But I'm over, I'll be over here trying to tell Negroes about tech and how much money you can make. And niggas want to come, come back and be like, it looks boring. I'm like, well, do the paychecks look boring, Negro? Like, yes, you may or may not be doing some so-called boring work. But, I mean, I'm trying to understand, like, what, what do niggas want to do? You want to go to work and shoot dice? You want to you wanna go have a tech job at the strip club watching Big Booty Brenda slide up and down the pole? I'm pretty sure they need an IT guy up in them strip clubs, too. But the whole point is, like, what do you guys want? What are you more concerned about, having fun or cashing in these checks that you can use to have fun on your own terms? You understand what I'm saying? So I, I guess it goes back to... I'm trying to, I'm trying to connect these two stories here. But I, I guess it just goes back to priorities here what what do negroes actually value what do they value what do they believe in like i got pro blacks on one end mad that young black folks don't see or experience racism to the degree that these older pro blacks would like them to experience it and i say that because these older pro blacks they lack skills and uh, just skills to put themselves in better positions to where they can go out there and accomplish something in life without having to blame the white man. And then I turn around and present a skill that is very much in demand to the point where the richest man in the world or the two richest people in the world are both IT people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyways, I present a skill that's very much in demand that can pay a, a lot of damn money, which can make you very competitive which are Asian, Hispanic, and white counterparts. But Negroes find excuses of, oh, it looks boring, it ain't fun. It's like, huh? But you Negroes got the nerve to sit around and make these videos day in and day out, complaining about how black men can't get ahead, can't do nothing. The white man this, the white man that. Instead of y'all just being honest and saying, nigga, you don't want to do anything. You just you just want to hit the lottery or you want to do or you want to become a rapper or a social media famous like Kevin Samuels. Like y'all don't want to put the work in because it looks boring. Do them paychecks look boring? My paychecks do not look boring. Every time they come in, I be I be celebrating like, "Ooh, thank the Lord." <laughs> thank the Lord. Because I've been using my paychecks to, to, to fund my lifestyle and my side business. You know what I'm saying? But you want to complain about the work. Look at the end result. The end result is paychecks. What you can do with these resources. So you can use these resources. So you can stop crying and complaining about white people. <laughs> so hopefully you can put your kids in a better position in life. To where they don't have to grow up dealing with. The white man 
at the exact same level that you believe the white man is whooping your ass because in reality the white man isn't really whooping your ass it's really the brother man inside your head that's whooping your ass because the brother man is lazy as fuck and don't want to go out there and do the necessary things the brother man got to do so he can go out there and show the white man he can be just as competitive if not better that's what it really boils down to but don't nobody want to have that conversation we just want to blame white folks and talk about how high-paying jobs are boring as we sit around on youtube and just and just hang out in the chats all day long our panel hop this is where this is where black people's mentalities is man but y'all got the nerve to call me the coon <laughs> y'all got the nerve to call me the coon because people like me we figured out how to make ourselves competitive in the 21st century all this technology access to information and niggas is still going backwards while everybody else is moving forward niggas is going backwards I couldn't believe I heard this dude talk about that in reference to the young people questioning they, they blackness now don't get it twisted you got a lot of idiot young black folks Screaming this woke pro-black crap That them niggas damn sure Don't be dealing with no real racism and oppression In my opinion But even still But these older niggas be sitting around here Questioning Somebody's blackness because They're not linking their blackness To oppression Is, is, is the craziest crap I've ever heard I'm just like Man these niggas are losers. There's <laughs> so many loser dudes in, in black America, man. I hate to say it, but damn. Sometimes the stuff just has to be said. And, you know, it just has to be bluntly stated. How can a group of people ever expect to win if all they ever do is look for a reason to fail? Somebody's going to hold you back. Oh, my goodness. That crap makes my head hurt. Anyways, that's my video. Y'all be easy. Peace.